0: Well, Louis Edmondson, that was impressive. You started really well dropping him in the first round with that short left hook, but a good performance from you. Talk us through it.
1: Yeah, just um, we had a game plan with the team and we stuck to it and it obviously paid off.
0: Breaking down the fight, switching from southpaw to orthodox, throwing a variety of shots with speed to head and body. He just had no answer, really, for you, did he tonight? No,
1: I think it confused him because he said before ah, I only, I couldn't find much of him. So I think he only found it a little bit from um, maybe when I was a kid. And when I was a kid, I was only orthodox. So as soon as I went southpaw, I see it in his head. He's thinking, what's going on here? So I thought, I'll stay here now. And boom, caught him. And I knew I had him every time I hit him. His legs went a bit funny. And I just knew I, just knew I was going to have him. I didn't want to rush it in previous performance, I've caught him and I rushed it, but I just took my time, took my time, I sort of been working and got the job done.
0: Coming in tonight on the back of your win just a matter of weeks ago of course, in the midst of the situation the world currently finds itself in, to have two opportunities as quick as you have had them, you must feel very grateful for that.
1: Yeah, I can't thank my team, Billy Joe Saunders, and MTK enough, obviously I'm out twice within a month, um, obviously I've had a good win then and here was also meant to be a good step up on paper. and. Um, a lot of people thought it was a hard fight for me, but I'm, I'm glad I got to show my level, and, and yeah, that's it.
0: <laughs> as you said, it, it was a, a big step up on paper, but you more than proved the level you're at, and it, it says a lot about your mindset at 3-0 to take, these, take the leap and take these types of fights, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah 100%. We knew, we knew we had it anyway, and um, obviously it's hard with them journeymen trying to break them down. It was, that's their job to survive, so we knew they'd come once they started opening up, and as we see tonight, it's meant to be a big step up, and I think I made light of work with him.
0: now, your second year as a professional. You highlighted at the press conference during the week that, look, you're 25, you want to start being moved quickly now. Do you hope that's what 2021 will have in store for you?
1: 100%. Billy Joe wants to move me quick. He's seen what I've been doing in the gym, so, yeah, we're ready to move forward. Just talking
0: about your team there, you've been out in Fort Ventura with with Billy Joe. You've got a great team, a solid foundation around you at this stage of your career. Just tell us how much you feel you're learning and improving as a fighter out there. I
1: feel like I'm improving every day and there's some not only so much just in the gym, you know, being around the team and seeing how things should be done and, I'm fit, I'm stronger than I've ever been. And, yeah, I feel like I'm improving every day. I'm sure, of
0: course, you'll be tuning in to watch the main event this evening. Billy Joe, do you feel we do the business
1: tonight? 100%. Light work is getting down.
0: And uh, just finally then, Louis, for your fans watching at home in Southampton, do you have any final messages tonight? You're certainly impressed on the, on the Sky Sports it Facebook won't be stream. It long.
1: Crowds to be back and they'll be up there going wild.
0: Brilliant. Louis, thanks for your time. Congratulations. Cheers, you. Well Cheers. done, mate. Thank you.
2: Hey, Fi fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with Louie Edmondson. Louie, congratulations on getting your first stoppage of your career. Now, we know in the first round you dropped him with the short left hook, but it wasn't in tip. The bell actually saved him in that round, but it wasn't until the third that you finally got the stoppage. Tell me what's running through your mind right now.
1: I'm just so glad to get a stoppage and obviously it's meant to be a big step up, so I'm really pleased. And obviously when he went over in previous times, I rushed it and and the boys are saying, just relax, relax. I thought I got six. You got excited there. Yeah, Yeah, I got a bit excited. I thought I got six rounds. I don't want to rush it. Just take my time. And I knew when I, he was all right when he was throwing, but once I started catching him, his legs, I just, I just knew. I just knew it was coming. I just want to take my time. I want to look good. I'd prefer to look good and take my time rather than rush it and not look so good. So I'm very pleased.
2: Telford was a tough opponent for someone who, you know, now you would moved your your record to 4-0, and but just being 3-0, and he was a tough opponent for you to take on. Is it important for you to make sure that you're taking tough opponents, climbing, climbing the ranks in your career rather than
1: taking these sort of journeymen and,
2: and sort of, you know, fluffing your record.
1: Yeah, and you see, I think you see that a lot. You see a lot of people there, 10-0, and 15-0, and, 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 and they didn't box nobody. Uh, no disrespect to John Telford, he's a decent fighter, but I think it showed tonight. It's all right, he can, he, we, we knew he, he hadn't boxed nobody of, of my stature, nobody, for, not as a pro, but through the amateurs, so and I think it showed tonight. So it's all right, boxing loads of journeymen. But when it, when it matters, it's not gonna matter, you know? So I'm ready to take the steps as and when Billy Joe and MTK say, and I'm ready to move forward and I can't wait.
2: They say a happy fighter is a dangerous fighter and you have this really good energy about you're you always smiling and laughing. Does that have a lot to do with the people you're surrounding yourself with and the camp that you,
1: that you had with Billy Joe? I think so 100%. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not way inclined anyway. I bounce off the walls, and it's um yeah, it's good to be happy. You know, I can't help it. But um, <laughs> obviously when you when you surround yourself with um good people, it, it definitely brings the best out of you. I'm constantly happy and constantly bouncing off the walls. As you know, you've been there, we laughing and joking yeah, yeah. all the time, and I think definitely it brings the best out of me 100%. All right.
2: Well, we know the holidays here. When can we expect that you would be back in the ring?
1: I probably, well, not tonight, because he's fighting later on, but <laughs> we had a chat and hopefully he's gonna try and get me out January, Bill. Okay. But um, we'll see, you. hopefully he told me have a week off because he says, you're mad, I've got to hold you back because I'm always training, training, yeah, ringing yeah, yeah. and ringing it. He says, now go enjoy yourself for a bit, have a week off, rest, and then um, I'm gonna take over Bill over Christmas, and then hopefully I get out January, February. Whenever they say to go, I'll be ready.
2: What are you gonna do to celebrate tonight?
1: I'm probably going to go back, order a pizza, um, and watch the boys. Yeah, there you go.
2: Yeah. All right, well, it's, it's nice seeing you again. Congratulations. Any final words?
1: I'm very happy, and the <laughs> and fans will be back soon, and putting savant on the map. Wicked.
2: Right. Hey, Fight fans. It's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you do so by clicking this icon right here, or else.
3: Is your deck causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt K.O. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt K.O. Free, impartial advice on all your debt.
4: This is something that comes along every now and then in generation and it's special.
3: This is Coogan Cassius for RFL TV in association with MZK Global. We're at Saunders Murray here at Wembley Arena. Uh, in his fourth professional outing tonight, Lewis Edmondson, with a very impressive third-round stoppage of John Telford. Uh, yeah, you must be pleased with that tonight.
1: I'm very pleased, Coogan. Obviously, meant to be a big step up, and a lot of people thought it might have been too early. I see a lot of people putting on social media. It's a big step up, and this and that, and I'm very happy, to be honest. Very happy
3: looking at John's record it was, we were talking about it earlier on, he had a, a very good record coming into this fight and uh, yeah, I did see a few people saying that potentially for your full fight this might be a little bit too much, but you kind of, you went out there, you didn't say you was going to particularly do what you was going to do, but you did it and uh, you did it, you made a statement tonight.
1: Yeah, it's like um me and the team, we knew what level we are at and um obviously, yeah, we knew, we knew what had happened, obviously once they started opening up and we, we knew he was going to open up at some point and... Once I caught him, I think he didn't like the power. And obviously, I haven't stopped nobody before this. So, I thought thought he probably thought, I can't punch this, can't punch that. But obviously, it showed otherwise.
3: Yeah, I mean, stats leading into kind of your full fight, you've had three points wins in your first three fights. So, that part of it is still questionable to the outside public. You obviously know your ability and know that you can punch, but... Tonight, to get your first stoppage winning four fights must have been not a little weight off your mind, but kind of just something to say, you know, I can still punch as yeah, well as box. Yeah,
1: of course, 100%. <laughs> and it's all good doing it in the gym, but you've got to do it on fight night, you know. And um, i will come in the lightest I've ever come in. And yeah, he opened up and I caught him and that was that.
3: You've obviously been out in camp uh, with Billy Joe Saunders. You spent this week with Billy Joe Saunders as well. What, what did he tell you regarding this fight, what you had to do?
1: He sparred John before, and um, obviously I've had a few friends sparred John as well, and um, not Bill, Bill always said, listen, you're going to catch him, and that's going to be it, he's not going to know what's going on. But I spoke to a few other friends, um, I won't say no names that spied sparred him, and then they were saying, "Why? Wow, it's a bit soon, and this and that, he's done this and that, inspiring. I said, listen, we'll see what happens on the night, but I knew, I knew in my head that it was a step up, and I knew had to be on it, more, more so than I've been in the past, So, and I think it showed, I think it showed.
3: How are you finding life under Billy Joe Saunders? Obviously, this kind of the guidance of fighters is quite new to Billy Joe. We know he's got Dante Dixon, yeah. yourself, uh, etc. But it is quite new to Billy Joe. But we know he's very experienced in terms of the business side of boxing, and also inside the ring as well. But how do you find that whole kind of relationship with Billy Joe?
1: He's um he's he's unbelievable. He's not only a manager. He's become obviously like a good friend I'm, I'm, not, um, I'm with him all the time in camp. And when I'm not with him, I'm hassling his phone 20 times a day. So, um, yeah, it's unbelievable. I think it'll like I'm learning every day and I'm improving. Nearly I there a little on the FaceTime. I feel that like I'm improving um, every day and I can't wait to get out again, Cougar. really can't.
3: Uh, you've had kind of a couple of wins in a short succession of time. So, the momentum is to go into 2021 yeah. and keep active.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Believe it or not, for this fight, I didn't have one spar. Um, obviously, boxed three weeks ago. I had a bit of time off. Bill phoned me, you're fighting. So I'll come in and obviously no sparring, but I'll sharp anyway. And um, yeah, I can't wait to get out again. Hopefully, he said I might be out January, if not February. So I'll need to get out again and show what I can do.
3: Oh, are you ready to go again?
1: Ready to go again. Warm up. For a little warm up.
3: <laughs> Lewis, congratulations 4-0 for you now. So onwards and upwards into 2021.
1: Cannot wait. I cannot wait to see the journey.
3: Thank you very
4: much. Cheers, this is something that comes along every now and then in generation and this special
3: is your debt causing you sleepless nights knock your debt out with debt ko and your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night debt ko free impartial advice on all your debt
0: i'm richards congratulations a shutout start to your life as a matchroom fighter a dominant performance against a durable opponent frustrating in there i'm sure at stages but are you pleased with that yeah i'm pleased with it um you know we've got the rounds under our belt and um, we move forward now towards um the european honors you were picking him apart with a jab very dominant throughout the fight it seemed like lane was reluctant to really throw anything back and he engaged but it seemed like he was almost in survival round from the opening bell really
5: yeah he tried to you know do something in the first opening round and uh, I put him in his box and he didn't want to come out. So, uh, you know, it was frustrating at times, but um, I just stopped behind my jab and, um, you know, got the victory.
0: You said tonight was about showing what you're all about. Perhaps the opponent didn't allow you to, to quite do, do that to its full potential. But when you reflect on a tough 2020, you touched on it earlier. How good did it feel to get those eight rounds under the belt tonight?
5: You know, I'm very pleased. Um, it was my first fight under Dave Coldwell as well. And it was good that um, I could get the ring rust out for the new year.
0: Having watched the fights unfold behind closed doors, we know you were, of course, here for Conor Benn against Sebastian Formella, How did it compare to what you had seen and what you imagined it would be like out there? To
5: be honest, I didn't feel any different. <laughs> I just get on with it. It's my job, and uh, I just enjoyed it. I think I started to enjoy it a little bit more later on in the rounds. Um, you know, round eight, I started to sort of talk a little bit and you know have a little bit of fun. But um, yeah, I'm happy with my performance overall.
0: Working with Dave, your first fight under him tonight, of course. The likes of Jordan Gill, young Hopi Price as well. Some great talent in the gym to work with. How much do you feel you are learning and improving with with those guys on a daily basis?
5: Yeah, um, we all bounce off each other. We're always learning. Like I said, Dave Calder is a teacher. He's not just a coach. And, um, you know, uh, we're all improving every day.
0: How does it make you feel, around when you sort of reflect on the journey to now boxing live on Sky Sports, signing with Matchroom, beginning this next chapter of your career, you know, putting in the grueling hours in the supermarket, to be in a position you are now to fund this dream. It's some story you have, isn't it?
5: Yeah, it is some story, and it's quite hard, really, the last few years and stuff because I obviously I've been quite refunding really myself. You know, no one really knows I've been funding myself. i not had, you know, much sponsors backing me, but, you know, I believe in myself and I believe I can go to the top, and that's what we plan on doing.
0: Talk us through the shorts. Uh, you did it in your hotel room during the week, but just for the fans watching tonight, we know you're in places as well with the NHS UK uh, banner on the side there. So yes. Also, you've got some auction plans for them in the future, if you want to t- tell us about that.
5: Yeah, that's right, yeah, I want to auction up these shorts, you know, um, and all the, all the money will go to the NHS. Um, that's what I want to do because NHS has done a great, um, great thing for our country and supporting everyone and every family in the, in the UK, so that's what I want to do. In regards to the shorts, you know, I'm a big fan of Muhammad Ali float like a butterfly, um, sting like a bee. And it's my style hitting, not be hit. And um, hit and move, you know, which is the sweet science of boxing. So that's why I have these shorts.
0: You mentioned it earlier, highly ranked with the WBO. Is that the plan for 2021 to conquer Europe next?
5: Yeah, um, that's the plan. Um, You know, like I say, keep saying, I know it's it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. And I know I'm going to get there in the end. And when I get there, I'm going to stay there. So European, and then we'll talk about what on is after.
0: Dave said you've almost been a little bit taken back by your first fight week as a match from fire. How how do you reflect on the whole week here in the bubble?
5: Well, I'll tell you, this is a fact. I've had more promotion in the last two weeks in my whole career, and I'm grateful for that. And um, yeah, the future's bright.
0: Well, Lorraine, congratulations. We certainly look forward to a big 2021. Well done. Thank you very much. Thank you.
3: Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial Mm. advice on all your debt.
4: This is something that comes along every now and then in generation and it's special.
3: This is Cook and Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I'm delighted to be joined by Lerone Richards and Dave Caldwell. Lerone, uh, well, probably a little bit too comfortable in there. Easy win for you tonight.
5: Yeah, it was a comfortable win. Um, I could have gone up the gears a little bit more, um, but it was my first fight in, well, in boxing in a, in a year, so it was good to get the rounds in the bank. It's my first um, fight with Dave Caldwell as well, so it was nice, you know, to get out and get that ring rust out. Dave, how
3: did you assess, first of all, um, Lane's performance? Because obviously that kind of affected how he looks, but it's not to do with him. He was kind of had a, a negative approach going into this fight.
6: Yeah, listen, um, the problem is, is when you get somebody that quickly realises that they can't win a fight and just don't want to get hurt, then it's, it's difficult, especially if you're not naturally a come-forward, aggressive sort of fighter. When you are that kind of fighter, you're used to doing that, so it's a little bit easier to get rid of him. Whereas Lerone's a, a slick boxer, he relies on his boxing skills and his, you know, his southpaw uh, skills and movement. So when somebody's not trying to win, and and he's not, you know, he's playing, he hits hard, on his record suggests, but he's not a, a one-punch knockout merchant. So it's very very hard when he's the one that's, that's doing something that's new to him, um, little things that we've been working on in the gym. was doing, you know, from my side of things. His first fight together, the things that have been working in the gym. I'm really happy with him. The, the the problem is, it's like it's just hard to look so good against an opponent like that. Now, nearly every fighter that's up there right now has come across opponents like that who hasn't complimented the style, and people have gone, "Well, that wasn't really exciting, was it? That's not what we want to see." But that's kind of like boxing. You know, it's part of his it's part of his education. It's part of his his learning. You know, he's only had 13 fights before that, um, and like it's, a new, it's, a, it's a new experience, no crowds, new coach, new voice in the corner, you know, trying to do a, a million things that you've been working on in, in, in the gym for so long in every sparring session and then trying to put it, you know, on fight night in front of, on the back of all the pressure of, of, of I know he thrives on this sort of stuff, but there, it is pressure when you're a new sign in and you, you know, you're getting a big fanfare, it's what we want but they have to deal with that pressure as well. I thought he handled it really, really well. It's just that the opponent didn't really complement his style, didn't try to win, so it's very, very hard. There were a couple of little glimpses there. I think it was the last round when Lane started throwing, it might have been a round before he started throwing, and he was walking onto shots, and you just saw little glimpses of what he's capable of and what he's about, you know. But it's all part of his education, all part of his process. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with him.
3: Like you said, you have been at the ring uh, for a little while. You've banked rounds today, so... We know it seems like you'll be one of these fighters that, the bigger the opponent, the bigger the occasion. That that's where we'll really kind of see the real, uh, the real Laurent Richard. So I think that's quite evident to see. I'm Not saying you weren't up for tonight, but we know that there's bigger fights for you in the pipeline, especially for next year.
5: Absolutely, and you know I can't wait to get involved to get involved in them fights. Um, you know I love the bigger nights. I want to be part of the big nights.
3: And, and Dave, obviously Laurent spoke about this before of kind of doing that, that middle very important experience here of that European level before he kind of moves on to any kind of fringe world title level, but that's the next step for him now.
6: 100%, you know, you can't just go from domestic level straight to world level, it's, it's too big a gap. So we want to do the, the European fights, we want to do the good international operators that are, you know, fringe world class know guys that are experienced past champions things like you want to do that for his education for his for his uh, for his experience and you know for him to learn about himself as well as us learning about him do you know what I mean I'm, I'm still learning about him as well it's, it's our first fight together so I'm learning about him but he listened to instructions he tried to do what what I want him to do um, and and I can't fault him you know that's that's all I can ask is, is that give him the best it's just so happens that that guy's a very experienced fighter you know he's an experienced fighter boxing at a good level as well these guys know how to survive. I remember, you know, watching people like Callum Smith coming through, who's blowing everybody away, and then the they come up against somebody who's just a tough stayer, last-minute opponent or whatever. And then people saying, "Oh, he, he's, he don't hit very hard. He done this. He done that." Well, this is boxing. You know, you can't, you can't like get rid of everybody that's out there, especially if they don't give you gaps.
3: As well as this being your first fight under the, the Metro and you heard it was obviously your first fight with with Dave. So what was What's literally the first thing you said to you as you come out of the ring?
5: Um, He said that he was, you know, happy with me, Um, said I could do a little bit more. Dave knows what I'm capable of doing and, um, you know, in time we'll show that. Accurate, you said you could do a little bit more?
6: Yeah, yeah, that's it. What he did was great, but I want more. But this is what I've always said when when we're sparring, is he's a, listen, when he goes through the gears, he's good. He's really, really good, you know. But I want him to have them gears. And you know, my my first impression when I watched him watch these fights, when they asked me to coach him, was when he goes through gears, it's like wow, he's good. But it's like, go on, in, go on in, go on in. You want you, you want you want more? And that's what he is. But tonight, it he did under the pressure, under the situation, what it is, it's a fight situation. So he did throw his left left hand a lot. He did it did do things that I wanted him to do. So I can't follow him. it. He, 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 he did do things that I wanted to do just I wanted more I wanted, it's like he was like literally so many times in that 10 seconds away from stopping him literally with 10 seconds refs like, like this and you'd go you'd go, and then you'd just pause and give him that opportunity just to get a bit more lung energy and get a little bit more oxygen in his lungs and be able to last through the next attack and you were chipping away chipping away but that's experience and that again it's not his style of fighting you know
3: okay just finally
6: very eye-catching
3: ring wear always from me, really but uh, yeah there's
5: NHS work right with behind us as well. Yes um, you know the NHS do a lot for our country and um, you know I want to sort of donate these shorts obviously um, do an auction out and you know all the money goes to the NHS. Is that real fur? Yeah um, it, it's fur. Yeah. <laughs> Not really Full fur? all, yeah. <laughs> for
3: fair. yeah. Lauren Richards, thank you very much for talking to yeah. IFL TV. Thank you, Dave. Congratulations, and we we'll look forward to a huge
5: 2021 for yourself. Yeah, thank you very much, Coogan. I, um, I just want to say um, I wish everyone a, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I also want to thank um, Food Fusion for fueling me up, you know, during, um, during my camp, box fit for the shorts and at FCI markets. I also want to thank um, Dave Caldwell for, you know, his patience and, You know, uh, you know his patience and having his time, you know, to take me out in the gym. Um, My team, S Jam, um, Sam Jones, Adam Morley for all their support. As um, without them, none of this would be possible. Also, I want to thank my mum and my dad. You know, my missus, and um, you know, I can't wait to spend some time with my family. Um, Just because it's obviously
3: 24 days or whatever away for 21 days away from Christmas, we're just asking all the boxers if they can just give us one verse of a Christmas carol, just. No, no, it's not for you, Dave. It's for the Lorraine, if you just do one verse of your favorite carol, whatever it is. Just, it's for the kids.
5: So, you know. it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You are
3: so oh, will you look like
5: you
4: want to go on, then? That would be. That is all we needed. Thank you very much. This is something that comes along every now and then in generation, and it's special.
2: Fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with Lerone Richards. Larone, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Congratulations on your victory tonight, moving on up to 14-0. Um, let's talk a bit about your opponent. Didn't seem like he was doing much there uh, for most of the fight. In the eighth round, he came out a little strong. Uh, were you a bit surprised by that, given that the last seven rounds, he didn't really do too much?
5: I actually started to enjoy it a little bit more. I, you know, I wish it was 10 rounds. Yeah. yeah, and I wish he'd done that from the beginning, because yeah. I would've got him out of there. Yeah.
2: Is a bit disappointing for you or are you happy to get in the rounds since you haven't been active for the last year?
5: Yeah, I'm happy to get, um, obviously it would have been nice to get a stoppage, um, but I was happy to get the rounds. It was my first fight under Dave Caldwell, so it was good to get the rounds in and um, good for us to work together in the corner.
2: So although 2020 has been a bit of a, mm, I can't say a great year, a challenging year, nonetheless, you've had a lot of great things happen for you. You got signed with Matchroom, you're with S Jam Boxing. We sponsors us. Um, And now you're getting, like you said, more exposure than you ever have before in your entire career. Let's talk a bit about what all of that means for you.
5: It means the world. You know, um, Michelle, I've started from the bottom. Um, You know, I built myself, you know, to the position I'm in today and I'm grateful. Um, It's not been an easy journey, but I'm here now and I'm here to enjoy myself and I'm here to stay.
2: Is it weird to see yourself on like promotions and television, is it, you know? It's nice,
5: because it's something I've always felt like I deserved, and now I'm getting it, it's like, hmm, yeah, I love it. and um, Because I start from the, begotten, um, the bottom, I'm, I appreciate it even more.
2: Talk a bit about what your decision was to sort of leave Frank Warren and eventually sign with Matroom.
5: Well, you know, you look at um, Matroom and the fighters they've got in the super middleweight division. Even the light heavyweight division is, you know, it's a lot of world-class fighters and I want to be a part of them. Hence why I made that decision to sign with Matcha.
2: Safe to say you're very pleased with that. I mean, they do have a great 168 stable. I mean, obviously in just another few weeks, we have Canelo versus uh, Callum Smith.
5: Yeah, it's a huge, it's a, it's a the division's booming and, um, you know, in the next 18 months, I'll be part of that. You know, I know I have a lot to learn, I'm not no fool and um, it's a marathon, not a sprint and I'll get there and um, when I get there I'll be there to stay.
2: The outfit? Yeah, do you like it? Yeah, I do actually. I, when, we, when I was over there watching, you know, go, he must be a Muhammad Ali fan?
5: <laughs> yeah, Muhammad Ali. <laughs> well, who isn't? But you know. Yeah, um, you know, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee and that's my style. Hit and move, the sweet science of boxing.
2: Uh-huh. Who is somebody that you look up to in this industry? Um, what, current boxer? Yeah. Terrence Crawford.
5: Yeah, I love his style. Um,
2: is it safe to say that you would rank him as pound for pound number one?
5: Oh
0: yeah,
5: yeah, um, absolutely. Me and uh, Dave, you know, <laughs> you know, before Lomachenko got beat, was say I was saying uh, Terence Crawford is number one pound for pound, and you know I still believe it.
2: Do you think that he ranks over Canelo? I'm
5: sorry, I'm sorry. Don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> ask Crawford is the best fighter pay for yeah, pound for yeah. pound in my opinion.
2: Yeah. yeah. Who would you say? Because you know, I know you're starting out in your career now, but the guys that you're watching, headlining these big events, could very well be one of your opponents one day. Mm-hmm. Who is someone that you could see yourself fighting down the line and you know for a fact you can beat them?
5: Chris Eubank, Jr. Oh, okay. Yes. You
2: Calling him out? <laughs> no, I'm not calling not him. Not now, but you know. You
5: know me, me and him yeah. have history. Um, we have history and unfinished business, and you know, give it a few fights. You know, when I'm at that level, I want that fight. Mm-hmm.
2: Dave? If you wouldn't mind, do you want to come in real quick? I just want to ask, you could just step over this way. I'm not going to bite. Um, let's talk a bit about you, you, you two joining forces and, and what that's been like.
6: Um, it's been great. He's, yeah. he's fit into the gym like literally straight away. He's, he's, he's a joy to work with because he's a good student um, and he wants to learn, he wants to improve and he also wants to aim very, very high. So it's been great.
2: Let's talk a bit about what you saw in him when he first came into your gym and you knew that those were things that you had to work on.
6: So he was, the first time I, I, uh, I watched him was on, on YouTube when I looked at his fights. I thought, okay, look, it looks very good, but it looks like a guy that is in his comfort zone. So the first time I watched him spar, when he goes through the gears and he does his shit, it's like, wow, he's good. But then you left wanting more, you're wanting more. And that's that's what we've been looking at doing is trying to get more, do more, do more, you know, not in a reckless way and in a stupid way, but just to to go away from sometimes, you know, like when you see a very, very it reminds me of like the really good Cuban boxers that when they're good at work, they're beautiful to watch, but then they're quiet, they've got the the rep of being a little bit lazy, a little bit, you know, wanting everything too comfortable that's how he he, he comes across um, but when he goes through the years he's great and he's getting better at it, and better at it. it's our first fight yeah. it's our first fight and the problem is his output in training and everything is so much higher than what it was but in sparring he's got guys that are trying to take his head off and he's got guys that are trying to you know, you know put him through his paces and give him work Tim Lane great tough fighter very very tough man he never tried to win and so when a guy's not trying to win it's so hard to do what you've been doing in in the gym and look good you know because for the first few rounds it's nice it's good but then it's like okay we need need more we need more but you have to understand that he's not a come forward war merchant that's going to look to try and take you out you know he's not that kind of not everybody's that kind of fighter you know you can't get um, uh, uh, the majority of of slick boxers skillful boxers aren't going to be like if a guy just wants to shut up, it's very very hard. But it's 13 fights in. You need to learn about teasing him and creating up uh, opportunities and, and getting him to fall for for fence to, to leave the gaps, and then to know what shots to throw when the gaps are there. Um, but he's getting better. And he and he he did a lot of things in there that we've been working on and that I've been wanting him to do. So I'm I'm not going to be critical about him at all. I thought he was I thought it was very very good. The first thing I said to him in the ring, soon as soon as the fight was over, because that was I said that was really good. I said but I says. I said, what, what can you do with that? I said, it's very hard to look good against somebody like that. You know, so it is what
2: to it. say everyone was saying the same thing. They're like, it, it was impossible for you to really do what you want to do when someone's not even trying to fight you.
6: Yeah, and, and like I said, Styles. Not styles, until the eighth round, at least. Yeah. But <laughs> Styles make make fights. And like I said, if he was a come forward, um, uh, not a brawler, but a come forward fighter, mm-hmm. I would expect him to get rid of him because he would, you know, like a, a, you know, a heavy-handed, a come-forward fighter, aggressive fighter. I would expect him to get rid of him, but he's not. You know, even, even with him being shut up and everything, I would expect him to get rid of him because them guys will just punch through the target and, and, and grind it out and, and leave the head in stationary positions. But even though we're fighting him, we're mentally and, and physically preparing for when he fights guys that are throwing back. So it's not going to me just saying to him, listen... Fuck defense. Just go out and just let your hands go and get rid of this guy. No, because what's that gonna do for him moving forward? You know, because then then it's like, well, you can do that against that guy, but it, it doesn't really mean anything. Because then when he goes in against somebody that's trying to win and expects to win, they're catching him with stupid shots on the way out. He was he was alert and he was in his shape enough and he was doing things well enough that even though he was punching and he was he was trying to he was trying to um, you know do a job on the guy. Whenever he did throw something, he was alert enough to make him miss, to drop back, to slip. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm happy with that. That's, that's what I want to see in progression, because 14th fight against an opponent like that, who cares if he stops him? Because he's not a back. I'm, we're not, I'm not marketing him. We're not marketing him as a, as, a, as a knockout merchant. So if he doesn't stop a guy that's very hard to stop and shuts up shop and is just tough, I'm not, I'm not asked. Let's, let's see when he's fighting the guys that are coming to win. You know? then, then you'll see the best of it.
2: I know you're ranked pretty highly with the WBL. I look forward to seeing you continue to climb the ranks, and I wish you nothing but the best, the both of you. Any final words?
5: Um, Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs) Happy New Year.
2: Well, you know what? Go enjoy yourself. Go relax. Go take them gloves off. Nice meeting you. (laughs) Bye, Fight Fans. Hey, Fight Fans. It's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you do so by clicking this icon right here, or else.
0: Hey, congratulations. Yeah. A good fight, Thank a good you. learning fight for you tonight. That was always going to be difficult against Angelo. He was no yeah. journeyman. Just give us your thoughts and reflections on um, that fight. I thought about it's good.
7: At some points in the fight, I was standing there for a bit too long and not covering up the best as I can. But we'll learn from it and come back better, so
0: I'm all right with it. He made you work in there. He had success at times. and yeah. He's done a, a hard 10 rounds before. That was your first six round. Yeah. Did, you, did you notice that step through the levels tonight?
7: Um, yeah, but I noticed that I'm up there when it comes to the levels. I feel like... Levels-wise and skill-wise, I was better than him. He just kept coming and made it difficult at times. time, but I feel like I passed with flying colours, so it was all right.
0: You certainly did. You moved 5-0 and Owen to, to do so on the undercard of Billy Joe Saunders as well. That must have made it even sweeter for you.
7: That made it, very, that made it even better because, obviously, Billy's managing me and that, so it was good to look good on his undercard, and he's, so, he's going to look good as well later on. So right now, me and Louis, we're 2-0. We've just got Billy left to put on a good show to make it 3 all between us all.
0: Just how important has Billy been in your career? We we see the footage of him cheering you on from backstage. We know he's always (laughs) nagging Eddie to get you these opportunities as well. So an important figure to have in your corner as you move forward. Very
7: important figure. He's helping a lot. He's got me on these big shows. I think now it's my third time being on a matchroom show. So it's very good. These are like the best shows. And today I got to fight on Sky, which I always wanted to fight on Sky. So that really even better. (laughs) Big thanks to Billy Joe, MCK,
0: Adam matches. You maintained the pace well, it was consistently pressuring you throughout the fight, yeah. but you stayed composed in there and that work you've been doing, the added hours in the gym, the road running as well, it was evident yeah. in your performance tonight?
7: All of that was uh, evident, obviously, even in the mornings, I don't even like waking up in the mornings, but my trainer Roger has got us there, we'd have to do sprints in the morning, got to run every day in the morning, so I don't like it, but it paid off, so got to keep it up.
0: And on paper, of course, it was your first opponent with a winning record that we spoke about yeah. during the week, but really valuable and important rounds for you this evening.
7: Very important rounds, cause obviously it was a tough guy, he kept coming, I thought I nearly got him out there in the last round when he was holding on. He's even looking at the ref like to stop it, but it didn't happen, he survived. But it was good, it was a good learning fight.
0: You said the better the opponent, the better Dante Dixon will see. What's yeah. the plan now just to be steadily stepped up progressively and have an important 2021 with some more big fights?
7: Probably be like that, but we just got to see how it goes, see what uh, Billy Joe, Adam NTK think, and then we'd go from there. Whoever the point in front of me has I've got to keep beating, and then we'd we'll just move on
0: from there. Well Dante, congratulations. Do you have any Thank final you. messages to add tonight? Do you have any final messages to uh, add tonight?
7: Big thanks to my mum. Happy birthday, could your birthday tomorrow? <laughs> so yeah,
0: brilliant. Well done, mate. Thank Look you. Look forward to seeing you back soon. Well done. Yeah. Cheers.
3: Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO, free impartial mm. advice on all your debt.
4: This is something that comes along every now and then in generation, and it's special.
3: This is Koum Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I'm joined by still undefeated Dante Dixon. Congratulations, great performance tonight.
7: Yeah, it was a very good performance. It could have been better, as i said, but it is what it is. We move from there. I feel like it was good, but get back in the gym Monday, working on little stuff that didn't really go as well today, and we improve. It was
3: tough in there, I mean, you had your your moment in the last round where you possibly could have got him out there, but overall you've got to be pleased with that display.
7: Overall, I'm very pleased with it because obviously it was a high pace, kept it up for six rounds, that was good. He kept coming, he was a tough guy, so very good learning fight for me.
3: It seems over the last three or four fights, especially uh, in your quite short career already, that we're seeing those kind of noticeable improvements in your performance, and that was again evident tonight.
7: Yeah, that's good, obviously. I try to stay in the gym, me and my trainers, we're always working on stuff, so try to improve every fight.
3: Why are you going to be a problem for that division?
7: Obviously, since today, I can mix it up. Obviously, if you keep coming, I can hold the pace well as well, step up my gears when I need to, step up the skills when I need to, so I'm going to be a problem, I'm going to be a real big problem.
3: real big problem. Um, We've spoken about this before, but the influence and the experience of Billy Joe Soldiers behind you is going to be very, very crucial in your career, isn't it?
7: Yeah, it's going to be very crucial, but it's going to be good. It's it's good having Billy in my corner, always making sure that I'm training, always making sure that I'm in the gym, not coming out of the gym as I did for a bit ago, but I'm being in the gym now, staying in there.
3: What has he said to you this week about coming into this fight? Because obviously you was meant to be on Facebook Live, you ended up being on a TV slot tonight, which was unexpected but but good for you as well. So what, what did he say to you about your fight this week?
7: He was just telling me to stay sharp, stay on it and steal the show. That's what they're telling me to do, and that's what I tried to do today.
3: So obviously moving into 2021, it's about banking more rounds and kind of pushing yourself up to some sort of title at some point next year.
7: Hopefully try to pick up a potential area title. But if it comes, it comes. If it don't, it don't. But I just look forward to keep staying, keep fighting, keep winning, keep learning, keep looking good, and then the skies deliver delivered from there. Absolutely. We're going to keep growing the hair as well? are going to keep growing the hair. It's going to be a lot longer than my next fight. Just, just keep watching, just yeah. keep watching.
3: The reason for that is just this fancy little big hairdo?
7: Just fancy a little change, obviously. All for my life I've been growing it, cutting it off, growing it back. I've had it cut for about six years now, but I thought I might as well grow it back again. Obviously, it was in lockdown, no barbers, couldn't get my hair cut, so thought I thought well great.
3: Definitely, I understand this is your mother's birthday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah.
7: To sing a little happy birthday, dear? Yeah, happy birthday to my mum. Birthday tomorrow, I look forward to eating some good food. Obviously, I've been dieting for some months now. I know i got some good food there, some mutton and rice, jerk, chicken yard now. So I look forward to eating good tomorrow.
3: Dante, I was hoping was going to actually sing her a little happy birthday song, isn't it? Uh,
7: You can sing her happy, happy birthday if I'll you want. Start
3: start I'll start it, I'll start it, ready? What's start her name, Deborah, is it? Yeah, Deborah. Happy birthday
7: to you. Happy birthday, I'm checking. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, Dante Dixon's mum,
3: Deborah. Uh, have you got anything else you'd like to add before we go? Uh,
7: big thanks to everyone who was watching. I hope you enjoyed the show. Look forward to seeing everyone again. Hopefully when we get a crowd in 2021, get behind me, man.
3: Very good performance, congratulations. Onwards and upwards into
4: 2021. Well done, mate. Thank you, thank you. Look forward to it. This is something that comes along every now and then in generation, and it's special.
3: Is your deck causing you sleepless nights?